teachings of thy word give it light. It give it understanding unto the simple. Welcome to the Bishop Francis podcast. Bishop Francis is the pastor of the Catch the Anointing Center, Lily of the Valley Cathedral, Teshilaskana. May you experience a supernatural encounter and be anointed as you listen to transformative preaching, insightful revelations, and down-to-earth teaching by the servant of the Lord, Bishop Francis Philip Asamoah. This message will revive, restore, and refresh as you receive God's word through Bishop Francis. Please do not forget to subscribe to his podcast channel to receive new messages. God bless you and enjoy the message. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this time and we pray that, Lord, your word will transform us and bless us. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. All right. Let us look at Haggai chapter 5 and verse, sorry, Haggai chapter 1 verse 5 quickly and then proceed from there. Now we read it together. Ready? Go. Now therefore thus saith the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Hallelujah. Today for just a short time I want to talk about contemplate, reflect, be thoughtful and consider the things you see around you. Somebody put your hands together for the Lord. So I want you to repeat with me. Contemplate. Reflect. Be thoughtful. And consider the things you see around you. Amen. Beautiful. Good. Today has been MP Sunday, so after preaching, let us get ready to deal with our Ben MP contributions. And then also we distributed some Healing Jesus envelopes last week. So um, if you brought it, that is fine. If not, maybe on Tuesday or on Sunday you bring it. Amen. Oh, I said amen. All right. Say with me again. Contemplate. Reflect. Be thoughtful. I think it's only the choir can hear. All this side. Contemplate. Uh Uh-huh. Reflect. Be thoughtful. Ah, the choir, have you eaten some banku or some kenke today? It looks like the rest of the church, we are fasting or something. All right. Consider the things you see around you. Amen. Beautiful. Now, what what does it mean to consider? What does it mean to consider the things around you? Amen. Let's look at that briefly. What it means to consider. Let me look in my 
arise. So when we say to consider or to reflect, you see, it talks about your inner self considering things or thinking about things. You get it. Turning things around in your head. So here it says the inner man, the mind, the will, the heart, the soul, understanding the inner part. Amen? Yes. So when you are somebody who considers things, we can also say that you think about things. Or why are things the way they are? Amen. That's what it means to consider. So for example, if you should see what? A tree that has borne a lot of fruit. May you bear a lot of fruit. Then you must begin to consider what has brought this tree to bear a lot of fruit. Amen. So you begin to think about what is making it do well. Hallelujah. Now, we can look in the Bible and look at a few reasons why a tree that is fruitful is being fruitful. So let's go to Psalm 1 and read verse 3. Psalm 1 verse 3. He said, He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Oh, so the tree may have a supply of water. Is that not so? Yeah. May you have a supply of water. In the name of Jesus. Amen. That bringeth forth his fruit in his season. It bears fruit in his season. Hallelujah. I remember one fig tree. It wasn't easy for the fig tree. Because at the time it was supposed to bear fruit. It hadn't borne fruit. So Jesus cursed the fig tree. Hallelujah. So another reason why this tree may be doing well is because it's bearing fruit in its season. Is that not so? Then, his leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doth shall prosper. Hallelujah. So, this verse can show us a prospering tree. Is that not so? But how, how did the tree come to this place? How, how many would want to know how the tree came to this place of prosperity? How is it that this tree is not growing old? How is it that this tree, the leaves do not wither? How is it that this tree is bearing fruit in its season? Hallelujah. Now, when you are asking yourself these questions, it means that you are considering, you are reflecting, and you are being thoughtful about the things around you because you are trying to discover or try to, trying to understand how have things come to be where they are? Hallelujah. Amen. Are you there? Good. So now let's go to verse number two. We are going backwards. He said, But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. Wow. Amen. So you see that if you want to be planted by the rivers of water, if you want to be planted where there are endless supplies every day, every year, and all the time, you see that there's something here. The Bible says that, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law that he meditate day and night. 
Somebody clap for Jesus. Alright, so you see that the prospering tree has been doing some things that has brought the tree to a place of prosperity. Can we agree on that? Alright, now let's go to verse 1. He said, blessed is the man. So, another thing that is causing this tree to prosper is the fact that it is blessed. Amen. Now, why is this tree blessed? It's blessed because it walketh not, he walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Hallelujah. Are you here with me? So, the tree that is prospering is blessed and there are certain places this tree does not sit then also this tree has a delight in the law of the lord and meditates in the law day and night are you here with me so when we consider the life of the tree when we think about the life of the tree when we reflect on the life of the tree we will discover the wisdom that has brought the tree to a place of prosperity Put your hands together for Jesus. Amen. So when you see a tree also that is withering, a tree that has no fruit, a tree that is dying, you can also see why the tree is like that. Hallelujah. Amen. And that is why we need to think about, we need to consider, reflect, you know, think about things around us. Hallelujah. Amen. Good. How many here have got malaria before? Give me a wave. You've got malaria before. You don't know what malaria is. How many have got malaria? I've got malaria before. Almost everybody has got malaria before, isn't it? Have you asked yourself, why did I get malaria? I remember when I got malaria just a few weeks ago, I asked myself, how did I get this malaria? Amen. Well, I don't have mosquitoes where I live. So how did I get what? Malaria. And I was trying to figure out where the malaria came from. Amen. And there are not many mosquitoes around here. How many have noticed we don't have? There are some, but not much. Amen. Then, there are mosquitoes here. Forgive. Well, if you wear a skirt, there are mosquitoes here. For those of us who wear trousers and socks and long sleeve, there are no mosquitoes. Forgive. Amen. Then I remember that I went to a certain place. Somebody say a certain place. When I went to this place, I noticed that there was a presence. Somebody say, a presence. This presence was not the presence of God. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yeah, but there was a, it was almost like when I moved this way, then there was a cloud. Do you know what a cloud is? A cl Can you understand what I'm saying over here? Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? What about here? Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh -huh. There was a cloud. But this cloud 
was not the cloud of glory. But it was a cloud of about 1,500 mosquitoes. You see, so when I move like this, then the, the, the mosquitoes move with me. When I move like that, then the mosquitoes are moving with me. Are you here with me? So just a few days after walking in this environment with this particular cloud of mosquitoes, then I got malaria. So I said, ah. Well, when, you see, what happened was that I had to think, how, how did I get this malaria? I had to think about it. I had to consider it. And then I discovered that this is it. Amen. I remember some time ago, um, I was in a certain country and uh, we were locked up for some days in that country. And in the evening, you see, the, the, the windows are metal, it's metal gate and those things. So, the mosquitoes know where their supper is. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So, the mosquitoes will fly in because they know that evening has come and our supper is in this place where they've locked up the people. And the mosquitoes will come and they will be with us in that place the whole night. It's not easy. You see, it's so bad that you, you even give up on, I mean, trying to, you, you give up. You just give up. So, I remember that when we came out, the first thing we had to do was to do malaria treatment. Because where we've come from, you don't need to be a prophet to know that you are going to get malaria. You understand what I'm saying? Amen. Good. So, I want you to turn to your neighbor and I want you to ask your neighbor a question. So turn to your neighbor and say, Neighbor, have you considered why you have that amount that you have in your pocket? Ask the same neighbor again. Neighbor, have you considered why you don't have more than that amount you have in your pocket? Is it a good question? You see, I, I want us to be very practical. Amen. It, there comes a time you, you need to sit down and think about things. Amen. You need to do what? Yes. You have to think about things. Hallelujah. So, for example, uh, I went for, I, I maybe, I want to prosper. Um, Prophet Opamshio came. I went. Uh, Prophet Onanebo also came. I went. Then, Prophet Opai Ewe also came. I went. <laughs> yeah, the prophets are very. Everything they said I should do, probably I did. Amen. Then I've tried to start a business. I've tried this, I've tried that. But it looks like someone says, still, still. 
I haven't moved from where I am. Even when Opam him, when he said what he said, it was me. But after, why am I still where I am? Is there anybody who've asked yourself that question before? Can you give me a wave? Anybody here like that? Okay, I have one here. Anybody else? You've asked. Okay, another one there. Another one there. Another one there. Amen. Uh-huh. So, this message is for you. This message is for you. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's like, have you considered things? Have you considered your ways? Have you considered your life? Hallelujah. Now, if you can do this, what it means is that you can lead yourself and you can lead others. Because you contemplate, you reflect, you are thoughtful and you consider the things you see around you. Have you considered why, for example, there is, there's, I don't want to say poverty, but there's not enough money around you. Hallelujah. Have you considered why maybe you can't pray? These are things to consider. Hallelujah. In the first service, I told them something. I told them that it's, it's not that the prophecy you received was not true. No. That's not it. But you see, the prophecy you received has to be combined with something else. And then the two will work together for you to make it. Hallelujah. Amen. Like, for example, if I tell you that you'll get married this year. Amen. If I say get, you'll get married this year, you must start dressing well. And you must start smiling. And then, when they ask you, what is it? They say, I have a prophecy that I'm getting married this year. But you don't just stand there and expect your prophecy to come to pass. Are you here with me? Yes. So, you, when you think about it, you realize that, okay, let me dress well. Let me wear high heels. These days, girls like wearing flat shoes. You get it. But you must have high heels. Amen. Let me have a nice dress. When I'm walking around, let me, I should smile. When somebody greets me, I should, I should respond with a sweet, with some sweetness. Are you there with me? Yes. Then it's a sign that you believe in the prophecy that has been given over your life. Amen. But the prophecy alone is not enough. I don't know whether it was this group, but, uh, uh, this service, but I was talking to a group of people and I told them something. That if you look at the life of Moses, you will notice that when Moses, you know, came back to Egypt, you say he was in Egypt and then he ran away and then he came back. Now when he came back, he was Moses the miracle worker. Is that not so? A lot of miracles. A lot of miracles were happening, you know. But when you get to the second half of Exodus, you begin to notice a change. Now, do this, do that, do this, do that. Do, a lot of do this, do that. 
Many of us, we don't like reading Leviticus. Eh? The third book of Moses. Because from beginning to end, uh, if, if you give birth, do this. Uh, if somebody dies, do that. If you do this, do that. If you sin, do this. It's only do this, do that, do this, do that, do this. Do. The whole book is full of what? Do this and do that. Then when you get to Deuteronomy, then they said Deuteronomy is the second dose of the law. Hallelujah. So you realize that the, the amount of miracles and those things that you hear about in these books, they are way fewer. Hallelujah. So you realize that even for Moses, who was the greatest prophet in those days, you see, apart from the miracles, there came a time where there was a lot of instruction and what precept upon precept, principle upon principle, teaching upon teaching, even though he was a miracle worker. So he had come to tell Israel that God has come to deliver you out of Egypt. And they all said, hooray. He said, I prophesy to you, deliverance is coming. Everybody, can we shout yes? I want to tell you, let, let me try and be Moses for a few minutes here today. Look, God has sent me to come to you. I said, God has sent me to come to you. And God has sent me to bring you a word of deliverance. Somebody shout yes. Look, I want to tell you that today you are in bondage, but tomorrow you shall be free. Somebody give the Lord a shout. Hey! The other day I was in the desert and the Lord appeared to me and he told me that I'm coming to deliver my people and I'm telling you today that you are that person that God is coming to deliver. Somebody give the Lord a shout. You are going to walk out a free man. I said you are going to walk out a free man. I said you are going to walk out a free man. Look, I tell you, whatever labor you have gone through, the Egyptians are going to pay you back. Your boss is going to pay you back. You are going to go home a free man and a rich man. I see your prosperity coming because God has delivered you. Somebody give the Lord a shout. Are you receiving? It's an example, but receive. It shall happen to you. I said, it shall happen to you. Hey! When Moses finished with this deliverance service, then he started, number one, go and get one lamb. The lamb is thousand Ghana cities. Kill it. Put the blood on your post. Hmm. Okay. We are going to meet the Lord. Prayer meeting. Uh, I know you are married, but no sex for anybody for the next three days because we are going to... Then, you see, then the instructions started coming. Ah, you see that it's not even you, but you are quiet. Are you learning something today? Yeah. Then it's like instruction upon instruction upon instruction. The temple here must be blue. Here must be purple. Here must be this. You must hey. When you go to the bush and you touch a dead animal, you are unclean. You will do A, B, C, D. When you go this, when you slap somebody, this is the penalty. When you do hey. A lot of instructions. Somebody say a lot of instructions. 
And you see, what happens to us is that that is the part we don't like. What do you think? What I'm saying is it true or is not true? In fact, the way you were excited about the Moses, the deliverance person, I think next week maybe I'll try and preach that one to you. Amen. Yeah. Some deliverance message will come. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But you need this too. If I tell you, I see you driving a V8. I see you in a V8. I see your Range Rover. I see your Mercedes Benz. I see your what? Hyundai. The, the, the receiving is going down. You like Jama, eh? Amen. Meanwhile, you don't know how to drive. So now, we have to call it now. Come. You have to learn how to drive. They will bring the Ghana Highway Code book. And they will say, do you see this sign? It means no left turn. Do you see this sign? It means no right turn. I see you becoming a pastor. Moses must have told Aaron, thou art a great man of God. You will be preaching every day. Then in Leviticus. So as a preacher, number one. Number two. In fact, it was not easy for Aaron. A whole book of instructions, rituals, prayers, and other things to do. But the prophecy was, thou shalt become a priest. Many of you here, you are potential millionaires. Yes. Potential millionaires. The question is, which instruction have you not respected? Because there is an instruction that will bring you to thousand cities. Now, thousand cities is not a problem to you. There's another instruction that will bring you to 2,000 is not a problem. You get to a point where 10,000 is not a problem. There are, there, are, there are various keys of wisdom and instructions that brings you to that place. Have you respected them? Have you respected them? Amen. You see, I've seen a lot of miracles but if we talk about what fills the church, it's called shabby shepherding. It's not the miracles. Have we not seen a few miracles here? Or we've not seen? We have seen. But what fills the church is shabby shepherding. It's not the blind have seen. Amen. Yeah. It's not the dead are raised. It's what? Yes. And we do all. Even today, if there's time, I'll pray for some people here today. But what I'm trying to tell you is that when, when you follow the instructions, that's what works. What I want to leave you with here today is this. That what instruction have you disregarded that has led to where you are today? Maybe only five CDs in your, in your pocket. Maybe that exam you got just 30%. 
maybe you've not been able to finish something in life or you didn't get that promotion that you needed to get or probably you should have been richer now than you are today those are the things I want you to consider turn to your neighbor and say neighbor are you ready to consider your ways what did your neighbor say stand to your feet just for a minute or two you want to pray for yourself you want to say Lord help me to consider my ways help me help me help me to think about help me to reflect think about consider things around me begin to pray somebody father in the name of Jesus we pray today help us Father, Lord, we thank you for today. We give you glory. We give you honor. We are praying in the name of Jesus for wisdom for our lives. Wisdom for our lives so that we can contemplate, reflect, be thoughtful, and consider things we see around us. That, Lord, we will understand what has brought us to where we are. So that we can understand how our lives can be better. We thank you in the name of Jesus. And shall we all say, Amen. Hallelujah. With every eye closed and every head bowed, you may be here today. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you are here like that, you want to lift up your hand, I want to pray. Anybody here like that? Well, Father Lord, we thank you one more time. We pray, O oh God, that you move us forward in life. Every person here, let the person move forward in life. In the name of Jesus, we thank you and we give you glory. Shall we all say, Amen? Beautiful. Are you blessed today? All right. Beautiful. God bless you for listening to this anointed message. It was great having you, and we believe you have been blessed and uplifted by this powerful word. Subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages regularly. God richly bless you.